I got a Ford Mustang. It drives well. Got it for graduation, actually. Ford's unique family heritage, manufacturing excellence, and history of innovation is continuing to further the brand. Ford is also introducing new customer service actions aimed at making vehicle ownership easier and hassle-free. So go get your Ford today. Ford. Go forward. Just got paid. I gotta, I gotta start the part off with this song, with this instrumental. I have to. How is everybody doing out there? Hope everybody out there is fine, doing well. I'm doing well. Okay, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the IKP, the Isaiah Kid Podcast. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I'm your humble and gracious host, Isaiah Kid. This is episode 135. This is episode 135. Episode 135. Episode 135. I'm your humble and humble and highly favored host, Isaiah Kid. Welcome back to another episode of the IKP. Before I get into Patrick Mahomes' huge contract, before I even get into that, I want to attack a serious note really quickly. I want to attack something serious that's been going on in the news around sports, and it's fairly, re- it's very relevant. Not fairly, it's very relevant to what we're going on, what what we're going through right now in our health pandemic and our social pandemic. The social pandemic we've been in us, we've been in this social pandemic. For about 400 years now as a country. Um, that The health pandemic uh, started around February, March. But as a country, we've been in a social pandemic for about 400 years. And since, uh, you know, the term Redskins, the Washington Redskins, I'm a native Washingtonian. I am from Washington. Uh, I know a lot of Redskin fans. And even some of their views have changed about the name. And I don't know, maybe because they got they got they got better and older as people. I don't know, maybe because of the race tension that's going on in the country. I don't know. But let me just, let me just give you guys a little background about myself. I grew up in a traditional home, in a traditional. Uh, Christian dome, church oriented, uh, schooling. There's a lot of in the East Coast. There's a lot of private schools. There's a lot of boarding schools. Um, and, and, and you know, throughout the West, there's some private schools. But I feel like the East Coast has more private schools, more boarding schools, a lot more. You know, a lot of churches and cathedrals. You see a lot. It's there. There. There's quite a few. In the East Coast, and there's quite a few within the area. Like I'm, I'm sure New York has its cathedrals. I know DC has its national cathedral. There's a lot of cathedrals. There's a lot of churches. There's a lot. There's a lot of that everywhere, in, in especially in the East Coast. 
traditional background. Now, I'm not going to lie. I used to be that guy about the Redskins name. I used to be that guy about, hey, you know, a, cu- a couple years back, I would say. A couple years back. A few years back. And I was young. I'm only 18. I was young. Uh, didn't mean much. Didn't, didn't know the circumstances surrounding the name. And I was like, well, I mean, they've had it for 80 years. They've had it for 75 years. Why change it? I used to be that guy. Well, you know, got older, know a little bit more history. Um, the name needs to change, obviously. The name needs to change. And I thought about it like this. I'm like, well, yeah, it's been around for 80 years, but doesn't make it right. Racism's been around for 400 plus years. Doesn't make it right. So just because something's been long, been around f- for a long time, it doesn't make it right. <laughs> and I know traditionalists sometimes it could be a hard or conservatives or traditionalists, however you want to say it or however you want to call it, whatever you want to call it. It's it's a hard time, especially in the country right now, because if you are a traditionalist and you stand by everything, if you're a conservative and you can stand and you just stand by everything and you don't want to accept change. Boy, oh boy, 2020 is not the year you want to live in because all around the country, we are taking we are we are taking down statues. We are taking down memorials. We are taking down flags. We're banning Confederate flags from from events. If you are conservative, if you stand by whatever you stand by and it's not right and you continue to stand by it, even throughout these times, you, you can't live in 2020. You just can't. You, can't. you can't live in 2020. Because things are evolving. Things are evolving. And I'm not saying, hey, if you are traditional and you come from a traditional background, I'm not saying you got to change everything about yourself. But the things that are just not like, that, that are just morally wrong, you got to change them. You gotta change them. It's as simple as that. You have to change them. And the Redskins, it, the, that that nickname Redskins, is one of those things. We just gotta change. We we gotta change it. <laughs> we gotta change it. I don't care if you call it the Washington Warriors. I was actually thinking of nicknames, but I don't care if you have to call it the, the Washington Warriors or some or something something. But it gotta change. You know, it it just has to. It has to. You know, I, I see you, over the years I have seen polls in like U.S. Today, USA Today, um, you know, just all just your major newspaper, your major media outlets. I've seen so many polls and they have asked and the poll read, well, only 30 percent of Native Americans actually find the term redskin offensive. And I'm like. That 30% is enough. That 30% is enough. That's, that, that, that's too much. That 30% is too much. What if somebody told, what if your boss came up to you today and said, hey, such and such, we're going to have to take out, we're going to have to take 30% of your annual salary. You'll be like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, what? You got to take out 30, what? Yeah. People will be like, what? You got to take out 30% of what? Yeah. 30% is a lot. It's a lot. 
It may it may seem like it's not ha- it's it's le- it may seem like it's less than half because it is, but if your boss came up to you and said, "Hey, we're gonna take out thirty percent of your next pay," <laughs> you're gonna be like, "What? 30, why? Thirty percent is a lot, and the name needs to change. It's as simple as that. We gotta get rid of some of these older things. The name needs to change, and it is gonna change." The Redskins, you know, they're likely to change it. There's reports that they're saying they're likely to change it. Minority owners are uh, looking to sell their percent, their percentage of the team um, because they don't like how Daniel Snyder been handling certain things. You got to change it. So let's move on to better news. Um, Patrick Mahomes got paid. He took Patrick Mahomes signed a 10-year extension were $500 million. $500 million. $503 million to be exact. And he's making an annual of $45 million per year, which makes him the highest paid North American athlete in the world. (laughs) Big money. And when when I saw that report yesterday, I thought of this. That's why I started the part off with that. Because when I thought of that deal, I thought of all about the Benjamins. <laughs> I thought about all about the Benjamins. Because first, that's that's all it is. It's Benjamins. It's big bucks. He's getting paid the big bucks. But of course, on a serious note, on a sports topic, uh, you know, of such, the first questions are obviously going to be, well, is he worth every penny? Patrick Mahomes is worth every single penny and dime. He's worth everything. He's worth everything of that deal. It, like anything that's in that deal, he's worth it. And I'm actually willing to say. All of these superstar quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, once they get paid, like, cause, you know, Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson, they, they haven't got paid. But once those guys get paid, Russell Wilson got paid. Aaron Rodgers got paid. Once those guys, once those two younger guys get paid, LeSean, Deshaun Watson and, Pat, and Lamar Jackson, They'd be worth every single penny. They weren't. They won't get a ten-year deal, but they'll be worth every single penny because you cannot overstate the quarterback position. You cannot overpay a superstar quarterback in today's game. You just can't. You cannot overpay it when you have a guy. When you have a talent such as Patrick Mahomes, and he's on a different level. But when you have quarterbacks like a Russell Wilson, a Carson Wentz, and Aaron Rodgers, and, and, and Deshaun Watson, and Lamar Jackson, you can't overpay for those guys. Take this, for example. Russell Wilson, he, he, I mean, he's overcome bad old lines. He's overcome subpar defenses, average defenses at best these last few years he still is probably 
probably underpaid. He's still underpaid. Because he makes $35 million a year. Yes, Russell Wilson makes $35 million a year. And I think he's still underpaid. He is worth every single dime. And with Patrick Mahomes' case, he's worth every single dime. Can you name a quarterback that's had a better two-year start than Patrick Mahomes? Can you? I mean, his first year as a starter, 50 touchdowns, 12-4 and record, and if D. Ford isn't offsides, the Kansas City Chiefs would have been going to the Super Bowl his first year and arguably could have won. So the Kansas City Chiefs should have two Super Bowls. If D. Ford is offsides, if he's not offsides, the Kansas City Chiefs go to the Super Bowl and they pro- and I-, I would probably, you know, they'll probably beat the Rams and then they won the Super Bowl last year. They have two Super Bowls already. They should have two Super Bowls already. Can you name, a, can you name an, another quarterback that's had a, a, a better two-year start? Hell, can you name a better athlete that's had a better two-year start to their career? Who's had a better two-year start to their career? As far as winning, if you, if you, if you combine winning, stats, and individual accolades, who's had a better two-year start? He was the league MVP. By the time, by the, most people after his first year starting, after that first MVP, most people was calling him the best quarterback in football. It's now obvious he's the best quarterback in football. And I love, you guys all know, I love Russell Wilson. But Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. Russell Wilson's right there. Russell, Russell Wilson is right there. And he is the and he is the only quarterback that I'm willing to put in that same in the same sentence as Patrick Mahomes. But he's worth Patrick Mahomes is worth every single dime. Like, and I looked at the highest paid athletes within the North American sports, and you know Mahomes is obvious. He's obviously first now, but the rest of those guys, the rest of like the top five, are baseball guys. And I'm like, Mahomes is he's he's worth more to the Kansas City Chiefs to the NFL more than Bryce Harper. Like, like, look, just looking at those baseball deals. Like Mike Mike Trout is a great player. Mike Trout is one hell of a baseball player. Mike Trout might be the best baseball player in the last twenty years. He's the best baseball player in the league right now, but he might be the best baseball player in the last 20, 25 years. But Mike Trout hasn't won a playoff series. He hasn't won a playoff game. <laughs> Mike Trout hasn't won a playoff game. Mike Trout and the, and the Angels are the, the they are the second they're the sec, they play they, play, they they're the second tier team in LA behind the Dodgers. Take this for example, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper, great player. He's a great. He's a, Bryce Harper's a great player. But Bryce Harper inked that twelve-year deal with the with the Phillies. You would think him leaving the Nationals, if Bryce Harper was so valuable, and if he was worth all the money that the Phillies gave him, I mean, it's a lot of money. And Bryce Harper, he's a good player. 
He's a great player, and his merchandise is going to sell well. I like his flash. I, th- I, think, I think Bryce Harper's cool. He's got like a cool factor to him. But if he was worth all the money that the Phillies gave him, the moment Bryce Harper left, the Nationals were World Series champions. Now, mind you, the Nationals have been trying to fight their way through the National League. You know, they lose in the, in, in the NLDS. They lose in the wild card rounds with Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper's supposed to be this great player. Bryce Harper, the moment Bryce Harper leaves, the Nationals win the World Series. No, no, I mean, no shade towards Bryce Harper, but it's facts. It's true. <laughs> Bryce Harper leaves, the Nationals the World Series champions. Patrick Mahomes, this is such a great deal for the NFL, for the Kansas City Chiefs, for the Kansas City Chiefs fans. Um, Patrick Mahomes is on a different level. He's just on a different level. So, yeah, that he's worth every penny. Patrick Mahomes is worth every penny. Aaron Rodgers, like he's worth every penny he gets. All of these superstar quarterbacks that's on that's on these big time deals, they're worth every penny that they get. Now, I don't, now the, the, the 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 good quarterbacks like Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan, like those are good quarterbacks. But I'm talking about the superstar quarterbacks. They're worth every penny that they get. You can argue those other guys like Kirk Cousins. And, like, you can argue whether or not they deserve the money that they get. Jared Goff, you can argue that. But these top-tier guys, these superstar quarterbacks, they, they, of course they're worth every dime that they get. Of course. Look at a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay, small free agency market. Green Bay has no home. Hell, Green Bay has no owner. They have no owner. And, and Aaron Rodgers, conti- you know, consistently continues to win 10 games year, year in, year out, year in, year out. He continues to get into the playoffs. He's worth every dime. And the same goes with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the face of the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is the face of the NFL. He's worth every single dime. He's worth every single dime. I'll be right back um, after this quick break. I'm going to talk about what this means for Dak. um, I'm going to talk about that (laughs) after this quick break. Okay, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. So, <laughs> so uh, it, it was very funny. So once Patrick Mahomes inked his deal, once it was announced that Patrick Mahomes got his 10-year deal, uh, his 10-year extension worth $503 million. <sighs> I saw memes all over social media of, oh, what is that going to think after seeing this deal? Or what, what is Dak going to look like after seeing this deal? And Dak should not look like anything. And I've seen some question out there. Oh, so with Mahomes getting his deal, this means Dak is going to get what? Dak is going to get nowhere close to that. <laughs> and I like that. I like that. 
I like Dak. I like um. I like I, I, I like the Cowboys. I, I'm a Cowboy supporter. I've been on this podcast, and there's been some Cowboy fans that's been rumbling at me because these last you know, my last few takes about the Cowboys have been yeah great offense, but defense is subpar in a nine and seventeen, and that's what I think. But I'm a Cowboy supporter. I like Dak. I, I watch all the Cowboys games. Dak is no like that. That Dak better sit the hell down. That's what Dak better do. <laughs> Dak better sit the hell down if he think he's getting a deal like this. He's not getting nowhere near this. <laughs> he can he can do anything. Dak is not getting nowhere near this. He's not getting nowhere near that deal. There's I mean in like. There's even quarterbacks that's better than Dak that I would not give a ten year deal to, but I get it. I get into that later, but or I'm gonna get into that soon. But with Dak, with Mahomes, Mahomes is on a Mahomes is in a different stratosphere. Like honestly, I, I, I honestly, I know you guys may think, oh, I'm, I'm I'm talking about Mahomes. No, I'm not. Like he's honestly on a different stratosphere. The way how he throws certain passes, he throws without looking. The, the dude, he has completions without looking. Give me a break. He throws without looking. <laughs> what other quarterback do you know is doing that? Oh, yeah, he throws no look. Oh, yeah, easy. No look pass. Oh, yeah, easy. He's throwing without looking. Dak needs to look at everything. Like, Dak can't afford to do that. Dak can't throw sidearm. Come on. That come on. Patch Mahomes is the most talented quarterback I probably ever saw. If it wasn't for a guy named Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes would probably be the greatest talent at the quarterback position ever, maybe. Ever. Ever. And he's probably in Hell, I wouldn't be mad if you argue he's more talented than Aaron Rodgers. He's he he's a base I mean, Patch Mahomes is the baseball guy. His dad played baseball for 11 years. Mahomes, you see how he throws the ball? He should be an MLB pitcher. He could be an MLB pitcher. Mahomes in a different, he's in a different stratosphere. And, and I often say this. You, you have to make exceptions for exceptional people. You make exceptions for exceptional people. When, when when you when you have somebody of the likes of Patrick Mahomes or LeBron James, like that's like a like no 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 college kid. I don't care if it's Zion. No college kid is gonna say, oh well, I need to I need to be making the same amount of uh, I need to make the same amount of money as Michael Jordan. What? Michael Jordan has his own brand. Michael Jordan has his own brand. Michael Jordan. Hell, Michael Jordan started Nike. You think you're going to... What? No. Different stratosphere. I want a lifetime deal like LeBron. What? No. You don't get those. You just... Certain... You make exceptions for exceptional people. You have to. Often you have to. This So, so this contract, this Patrick Mahomes 10-year deal contract... Means nothing for Dak Prescott. It absolutely means nothing. Like, Patrick Mahomes is the most viable Kansas City Chief. He's the most viable Kansas City Chief. Andy Reid, let me let me show you 
the Patrick Mahomes effect. Andy Reid, before Patrick Mahomes, before the Super Bowl, Andy Reid was looked at as a great offensive play caller. A Hall of he was already a Hall of Fame coach. Like if if Patrick if, if Andy Reid never drafted Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid never won a Super Bowl, you can make a case that Andy Reid's a Hall of Fame coach. But the perception about the, the perception on Andy Reid was this: great offensive play designer, great offensive play caller. He usually has productive offenses. But you know what the knock was on Andy Reid? He can't win the big game. He can't win the big game. He don't win enough in the playoffs. That was the knock on Andy Reid. Patrick Mahomes comes along. Patrick Mahomes, two great seasons. They should have got to the Super Bowl his first season. Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl this past season. Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl MVP. You know what the perception on Andy Reid is now? Andy Reid, great play caller. Great play caller. Andy Reid's Hall of Fame coach. Andy Reid, I mean, hell, he might be better. Andy Reid is now looked at as a great, like, they leave, they, they, they look at him as, well, Andy Reid, he won the big game. He finally won the big game. He finally did it. He finally won in the playoffs and won the big game, the Super Bowl. He finally did it. Andy Reid has had some, he's had some solid quarterbacks in the past. He's had Donovan McNabb and Alex Smith. Alex Smith, Donovan, more, more game, more game managers, more game managers. He is a talent like Patrick Mahomes with his offensive scheme and his offensive play designing, his offensive creativity. He gets a guy like Patrick Mahomes, he wins a Super Bowl. And the perception about Andy Reid has changed now. He's a winner. He's a Super Bowl winner. He can win the big game. Before that, uh, Andy Reid, you know, it, I, after all his playoff losses, everybody in the media used to say, oh, another reason why, you know, his offenses, they're good in the regular season, but his offenses in the postseason, they just shrink. His, you know, he, he can't win the big game. Now the perception of Andy Reid has changed. And Patrick Mahomes is the most valuable chief. He's the most valuable chief, and he's probably the most valuable player in the NFL. He's probably the most viable player in the NFL. And I'm not even sure if that it, is Dak the most viable cowboy? Dak is not even the most viable cowboy. Most people say, most people say the most viable cowboy is Ezekiel Elliott. He's not even the most valuable cowboy. Is Dak even the best quarterback in his division? Most people say it's Carson Wentz. <laughs> so when we're talking about Dak. Is hell, is Dak even the best quarterback in his state? This is Sean Watson. Like, I know I, like I, I hate the I hate to sound harsh. I hate to sound like I don't like Dak because I like Dak. But no way on God's green earth is he getting close to the deal that Patrick Mahomes got. As simple as that. No way on God's green earth is he getting close to that deal. Sorry, Dak. Sorry. So Kansas City put out a press release uh, on social media via Instagram, I think. Yeah, I saw it on Instagram, but it may be on Twitter. It may be everywhere. But they put out a press release and a video, you know, with Mahomes and, you know, his, his, 
his journey <laughs> in his first two years or his first two years starting. Uh, they put that little clip together and it was it was cool. So obviously, everybody's talking about the dynasty, the dynasty this, the dynasty, are the Chiefs the next dynasty? Now, I've been saying it for a while. I think the Chiefs are the next dynasty. You got the coach, you got the perfect coach, you had the quarterback, you got him locked up, you got, lock, got him locked on the contract now. Um, you know, you, they're, they're receivers, they're big time receivers, they're big time weapons are under contract for the next few years. The, like Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, those guys. They're under contract for the next few years. So when you're talking dynasty talk, I think it's very much possible. Uh, with, with Mahomes in Kansas City, I think you're looking at a... When you're, when you're talking about Super Bowls in, in the NFL, you're talking about a very difficult process um, that just doesn't come easy. It's just it, like in the NBA, you can have the two of the best players in the league and you can still win you can still win a lot of ball games but in NFL it's it's more dependent on coaching more dependent on weapons um you know there's just so much more that you have to depend on and rely on like for instance for example his first season his first season as a starter he was a he was a coin flip and a D four all on offsides penalty away from actually being appearing in his first Super Bowl. So is it certain little things like that that can just transpire over the course of twelve years? But I think you're definitely looking at a dynasty. And I saw the Vegas overs and uh, overs and unders for uh, Mahomes. I definitely saw that. I think it's at one and a half for Super Bowls. You know, I think that, you know, you can go over or under. Uh, typically, fans like to go over. Like, fans are just, they're just, you know, overly, they overly exaggerate things. Uh, it's fans is short for fanatic. So, they over, they over exaggerate things. And that's why Vegas, they tend to put the the the, the over and under at, at, at a decent amount. So, fans typically go over. But I would, but in this case... With the way how Kansas City is set up, um, I'm looking at the AFC, Mahomes, uh, Andy Reid, the weapons around him. Obviously, the defense still has to be solid uh, because there there's three sides. There's three phases of the game. So, obviously, his defense has to be solid. But I definitely think you are looking at a team that could win two more Super Bowls. Hell, if they – hell – if they win, if they win two more, if they, if they was to win, if they would have won the Super Bowl last year, not this, not this past year, but his first year as a starter, they would have two Super Bowls already on their check, already checked off. They had two Super Bowls already checked off. So I think, I think this is easy. I, I would go over and I would say they win two more Super Bowls at least, at least they win two more Super Bowls, and I think he finished his career with at least three. At least three. Because if you look at all the time, like, just look at all the all-time great quarterbacks. Um, the, the, the greatest, the, the, in my two, my, in my perspective, the two greatest quarterbacks of all time, Brady and Joe Montana. Brady has six Super Bowl champions. Montana has four Super Bowl championships. So those guys have six and four. But you look at guys like Aikman, um... Terry Bradshaw has four. Aikman has three. 
uh, Elway has two. Peyton Manning has two. You look at the all-time great quarterbacks. I think it's you know if 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 Mahomes was to get two more, he'd be in the same class as Brady Montana. He'd be in that same class. I think he's already a Hall of Famer. I mean, I you you may think I'm crazy, but with his with his with the short span and what he has accomplished, he's already a Hall of Famer. He's already a Hall of Famer. He's done something that uh, Dan Marino hasn't won a Super Bowl. He so you know like he 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 has accomplishments enough. He's accomplished enough where if he didn't have, if he didn't want to play again, he'd be a Hall of Famer already. But if he was to win two more Super Bowls, he'll be arguably in that he'd be arguably in that class with Brady and Montana as the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Because most people say it's Brady. I know some people still think it's Montana. Um, but if Mahomes was to win two more, if he was to win one more Super Bowl, I think he would be put in that class, and then he would have the longevity and the numbers and the accolades and the, uh, the stats. It's a different league. And I saw this proposal brought out. Um, so I saw this on a, on a show, and they asked, "Would you with Peyton Manning's career? Peyton Manning has great stats. Peyton Manning won five regular season MVPs, and Peyton Manning won two Super Bowls." And it, the question was posed, would you take, if Mahomes, let's just say Mahomes wins another Super Bowl, he already has one MVP, so let's just say he wins four more MVPs, and he, you know, he gets the four Super Bowls, because Peyton Manning got the four and won two. Would you take that, or would you roll the dice on just, like, let's just see what Mahomes can do? Me, personally, I like that question. That's a, that was a really good question. Because, I mean, if Mahomes was to get to three more Super Bowls and win one more and win four, like, that's, that's great. He, that, that's good. But I went in a different league because Peyton Manning played in a different league. Peyton Manning, uh, he, had, he had two different coaches, Tony Dungy. Uh, he, had Jim, he had Jim Moore, Tony Dungy, then Jim Caldwell. Then he made the move to Denver. He made that move to Denver. So, and he had John Fox. So I would I, I would roll the dice and see what Mahomes can do. I would roll the dice and see what Mahomes can do because it's an offensive oriented league. It's a league where like his numbers, I think his numbers, if he continues on the trend on the path that he's going, I think his numbers will be better than Peyton's. And I think he I think he'll have more Super Bowl appearances. I think he had more Super Bowl wins than Peyton. I think he'll definitely get three. I, so I, I'm definitely going to stick with Kansas City and Mahomes. They get two more Super Bowl championships, at least, at least two more. I think they get at least two more. I mean, because look at the let's look at the AFC like picture. Let's you know we we still have to see you know Trevor Lawrence. I like I'm a, I'm huge on Trevor Lawrence. A lot of people are huge on Trevor Lawrence. Uh, we'll see what he can do. Justin Fields, I'm huge on him. A lot of people are huge on him as well. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Okay, so Lamar, he is yet to win a playoff game. So we got to see what Baltimore does. We have to see what Baltimore does this upcoming season and this upcoming postseason. Deshaun Watson, he's won a playoff game, but he's in Houston. And Houston, just just you know, looking at their franchise, looking at their team, they're not going to be able to compete with 
Baltimore, and Kansas City, at least for this year. They're not going to be able to compete with them. They're not. So, you know, those are the superstar quarterbacks. But then you look at the rest of the AFC and like uh, Cleveland and Baker, you don't know what that dynamic will look like or what that might turn into in the next few years. Uh, Pittsburgh, Ben Roethlisberger is out of the door. He's he's one. Ben Roethlisberger has a couple. What two more years left? Maybe two more, t- two more, three more years left. Maybe, maybe. So I'm just trying. I'm just looking at the dynamic of the AFC. Um, the NFC is obviously loaded, but looking at the dynamic of the AFC, look at this division. You know, there's a lot of. I like Drew Locke. I think Drew Locke will have a good year. I'm predicting that Drew Locke will have a good year and he'll be Denver's guy. But what if he's not? Denver got to go out and find another quarterback. The Chargers, you know, I I think Justin Herbert's going to work out. But what if he doesn't? The Chargers will have to go out and find another quarterback, even though their roster's pretty good. Uh, The Raiders, um, they got to find a quarterback. You know, Derek Carr, Derek Carr, he's okay. But John Gruden, Mike Mayock, they don't love him. They, they don't love him, so I don't love him. Uh, so, you, so just looking at his division, there's, there's some unknowns. We don't know about Drew Locke. We don't know about Herbert. And Derek Carr and, and Marcus Mariota, they, they're not going to those, – those guys are not going to be there for 12 years. So we don't know what his division looks like. We do not know what his division looks like. Like I said – Lamar and Baltimore, I like what they have in Baltimore. I think they have the best team in the league, the best team. I think they have the best team. Overall team, I think Baltimore has the best team. But Lamar has to win playoff games. He has to show that he can win playoff games, which he has yet to do. Deshaun Watson, I love him. I like the I think he's underrated. But he has to but I got to see what Houston puts around him because he can win playoff games, but I got to see what Houston puts around him. Josh Allen, Buffalo, I like him. We got to see what we got to see what happens. Is he is Josh Allen going to take the next step? So there's just a lot of unknowns in the AFC, which I think it makes it not going to say easy, but it makes it, it, it get, it's, it's giving me a clearer picture of what to see, what to think of, the, you know, with the Kansas City Chiefs. It's giving me a clearer picture because I, I'm not, you know, I like Baltimore. Like I said, I like Baltimore. I'm not completely sold yet. Houston, they got to put, they got to put the right pieces around Deshaun Watson. So we just got, we got to see what what happens and what transpires. Um, I know there's been a lot of talk about the ten year deal, the ten year deal. What other quarterback would get a ten year deal? In my estimate, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. And I like Deshaun Watson. I like Lamar Jackson. I like Carson Wentz. I like all these young guys. I like a lot of these young guys. But I, the only the only other quarterback I would give a ten year deal to is Russell Wilson. And I know you guys are like, oh, there you go again, Russell Wilson. No, Russell Wilson. I would give a ten year deal to Russell Wilson. He's thirty one. I think Russell Wilson is thirty one. He's thirty or thirty one. Um, he's, so he's in his early 30s. I wouldn't give one to Aaron Rodgers either. I like Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't give one to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and let me, let me tell you why I wouldn't give one to those guys. Carson Wentz, too banged up, too injury prone. I know, I know, I like Carson Wentz, but he's too injury prone. It's just a 10-year deal to Carson Wentz? Come on. Um, Deshaun Watson, 
I like him. I think he's he's definitely all of these guys are mature for that. I mean, especially for them for them to be so young and for them to have so much to overcome, especially Deshaun Watson. He's very mature. But a ten year deal, he has two ACLs. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't give him a ten year deal. I, a five year deal, a four year, a five year deal, a, a six year deal, maybe. But a ten year deal, mm, no. Nah. Lamar. I would, uh, Lamar has to win playoff games. He has to take it to the next. He has to take his game to the next level. He's already shown that he's an MVP caliber type of guy. But he has to win playoff games. He has to win in the postseason. Lamar has yet to do that. So I would not give him a 10-year deal. Aaron Rodgers is in his mid-30s. I would not give him a 10-year deal because I see some decline. I've been saying decline from last year. He gives up on plays. He, Aaron Rodgers gives up on plays when plays are there. When plays are there to be made, Aaron Rodgers sometimes give up on the play. So, uh, you know, I, I, I would not give him a 10-year deal. Russell Wilson, I would give a 10-year deal. He's the only other quarterback I would – he's the only other player I would give a 10-year deal to. I would, that's, he's the only other player I would give a 10-year deal to. Russell Wilson, you know – Healthy, he's remained healthy. He's never had injuries. Of course, Russell Wilson has the talent. And plus, let's be honest, he take care of his he take care of his body. I know that 10-year deal would enter, he would be entering in his into his 40s, but I feel like Russell Wilson with his training regimen and the way how he take care of his body, it's LeBron, it's very LeBron-esque. So I would I would risk it and I would give him a 10-year deal. The latter part of that 10-year deal, like the last two years, uh, it may, you know, the last two, three years, he may benefit from it more than the actual team, but I'm willing to pay him, a, I'm willing to give him a 10-year deal. And he's the only quarterback that I'm willing to give a 10-year deal other than Patrick Mahomes. Yes, Russell Wilson, the only quarterback that I'm willing to give a 10-year deal because he he's shown he can stay healthy, leadership, maturity, and obviously he's taking care of his body. And I, you know, like I said, the last three years of that 10-year deal, he may benefit from it more than the actual team, but I'll be fine with that. I, the, I, I, I won the, I won the most, I won most of the deal. I got, I got good, I got a great seven years out of you. Last three, you were, uh, but I, I got, I got great, I got a great seven years out of you. I take that any day. I take that any day. Um, so yeah. That that'd be the only quarterback I would give a ten year deal to. Uh, we got some more news. Uh, Cleveland Browns David Njoku. I'm going to talk about that. Um, touch bases on that. I'm going to tell you what that means. Also, I have a top ten list. A top ten quarterback list. I have my top ten quarterbacks. Um, you know, that's, so it's a projections list. I'm going to tell you more after the quick break. Breaking news. <laughs> it's not really breaking news, but I wanted to just touch bases on this. So, Dave, tight, Browns tight end David Njoku. He's a young, he's a young, athletic, uh, talented tight end. 
He what he he didn't play much last year. It was hurt. He was banged up a lot last year. But he's yeah, he has a lot of upside. He's talented, he's young. He requests he requests a trade. He requests a trade and he wants out of Cleveland. Now, I'm not gonna come on here and blame Blaker Baker for it. I'm not. I'm not gonna come on here and blame Baker. But this is I think with Kevin Stefanski, I think this may this, I'm not gonna say the downside. Well, no, this is gonna be the downside to Kevin Stefanski. Because the Browns have so many weapons, and all throughout the offseason, like since the draft and since the Browns have uh, improved their O-line, all I've been talking about is how Baker has to go 9-7. He has to go 9-7. He has to, he, you know, he has to be successful with this, with this offensive unit that he has. That's all I've been talking about. That's all I've been preaching when it comes to Baker and the Browns. But this is going to be the downside to the Cleveland Browns because Kevin Stefanski, I think, will work. I think Kevin Stefanski, what he's bringing from Minnesota, the success that he had in Minnesota, to what he's bringing to Cleveland, I think is going to work. I'm not saying he's going to win a bunch of playoff games, and I'm not. I'm not saying that. But I think he's gonna he's gonna make he's gonna make the Browns respectable. Um, now that's the, this is the downside. The Browns, like I say, I always talk about how they have two of everything. They have two really good running backs. They have two really good tight ends and they have two really good receivers, uh, receivers that are volume receivers too. OBJ needs the ball. OBJ wants the ball. Jarvis Landry wants the ball. So you have two volume receivers, um, and, and Austin Hooper's a volume tight end as well. So you have two of everything as far as running backs, receivers, and tight ends. What does Kevin, Kevin Stefanski Kevin loves to run the ball? And last year, especially last year, because that's where Minnesota experienced a lot of success. Minnesota, won, Minnesota got to the playoffs. Minnesota won a playoff game in New Orleans with Kevin Stefanski offensive uh, scheme, which is run first. And Cleveland has an improved offensive line with um, an improved offensive line with two really talented running backs. Kevin Stefanski is not going to change his offensive philosophy. He is going to run the ball on first down. He's going to run the ball on second down in hell. He might run the ball on third down. He is not going to change it. Now, me personally, I think with that offense with that offensive philosophy, I think that helps Baker Mayfield because if you're setting up the run and the running game is successful, that means easier reads for Baker Mayfield when he drops back to throw the ball. I think that will make easier reads and Baker could get he can get back to the pinpoint accurate passer that he was at Oklahoma. Because that's what that's what I love. That was the attribute I love most about Baker Mayfield. His accuracy. He was dead eye accurate at Oklahoma. And for and for in his rookie year, he was he was accurate for the most part. But last year, his accuracy was not there. He was not as accurate. He was very turnover prone. So this is the downside. Kevin Stefanski is going to run the ball. 
Everybody says, oh, they like to win. They want to win. They want to win. Everybody says that. But OBJ, you know, he, he, he's, he wants to be healthy. He's coming back healthy this year. OBJ wants to have a good year. And he wants to win, too. I'm not doubting that Odell Beckham doesn't want to win. I'm not doubting that none of these other guys don't want to win. But OBJ is going to want those numbers to look good as well. And the same thing for David Njoku. David Njoku is going to want to prove himself. He wants to, he want, he's going to want to prove that he's a, a, a top-level tight end. Jarvis Landry is going to want to keep his average at 90 catches. Austin Hooper, he's a volume tight end. This is going to be the downside to Cleveland. They're going to have to, I mean, it's, it's too many miles to feed. It's just as simple as that. It's too many miles to feed. In Cleveland, they don't necessarily have to trade David Njoku because they own his, they, they got him under contract for at least the next two years. So they don't have to, they don't have to just, they don't have to panic and make a trade. They don't have to do that. If Cleveland doesn't want to trade him, they can very well keep him. So that's, that's not a problem. But that, this is going to be the downside to the Cleveland Browns. This is going to be the downside of their roster and their talent that they have. Great talent on offense. And like I said, two of everything. Two good running backs, two good receivers, two good tight ends. But it's just going to be, it's going to, eventually it's going to be too many miles to feed. And we saw it in Minnesota last year. Minnesota had Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook had a great year. And, you know, Stephon Diggs, he was pissed off and ticked off for a good share of the season. And Adam Thielen, he was – so guys going to want their touches. Guys going to want their touches. Even if they're winning, even if the Browns are winning, guys are going to still want their touches. They want to feel like they're a part of the winning. They want to produce along with the winning. And that's going to be the downside with the Cleveland Browns and Kevin Stefanski's offensive philosophy. That's what I think. That's what I think. And, you know, David Njoku, I don't know, you know, I think, you know, they, you know, Cowboys are interested, I heard. The Redskins are interested. There are some teams that are, that's, that's interested in David Njoku. But like I said, the Browns should not be in no hurry to trade him because they have him on the contract for the next two years at least. So they shouldn't be in a hurry to trade him. So... That's why that's how I feel about that um that 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 David Njoku report that came out that came out late last week and I couldn't wait to address it uh so that is what I feel about that David that David David Njoku and the Cleveland Browns situation they don't have to rush and panic and trade him they can keep him and you know somehow they can work that thing out with the with the weapons that they have but they don't have to panic and trade him they don't they just don't. So, <clears throat> so before I got before I give you guys my uh, my top ten list of my top ten quarterbacks, and I'm gonna explain that um, soon. Like the 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 fact you know everybody, and I think three Super Bowls is fair. Three is fair because if you look at the history of the league, I, I like the the top guys as far as Super Bowl victories. Uh, Brady has six. Montana has four. Uh, uh, Terry Bradshaw has four. Troy Aikman has three. Those are the top four quarterbacks as far as Super Bowl victories. Brady had the greatest coach of all time with some really good defenses. Uh, Bradshaw had the greatest defense arguably ever. Um, as far in the, you know, like, so, like Bradshaw had so many Hall of Famers on defense. It didn't make no sense. Also, Chuck Knowles is a great coach as well. 
Uh, Montana had Bill Walsh and Jerry Rice. Like Bill Walsh, great offensive mind, one of the one of the greatest offensive innovators in in league history. Um, Montana, the greatest receiver ever. Like in you know Montana had. I mean. Jerry Rice, the greatest receiver ever. Montana had that. And Montana had a pretty good... He had a solid defense around him as well. And then you look at Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman probably had... He had Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson's what? He's like a... T- Jimmy Johnson's what? Top five coach of all time in, in league history. So, and, and, and you know, Aikman had great off, great offensive line, great receiver, great running back, defense solid. <laughs> like... You you have to have so many things working for you. Like you have to have an all time great coach. You got You got to have an all. You you know you, some of these quarterbacks like Bradshaw and um and Brady great defenses. So you know when people say oh, because I said Kansas City might win two more Super Bowls. That's it, three three at least. I think they get two more Super Bowls at least. That would make Mahomes have three. I don't think that's outrageous. I think that's I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Because, I mean, like I said, the perception about Andy Reid was, oh, he's a bad time management. Andy Reid can't, he can't win the big game. His offenses always fail, fall short in the postseason. Now, you're, now everybody says, oh, Andy Reid's going to win eight Super Bowls. It's like, whoa, wait, 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 wait. I think it's, I think it's unfair that, we, that we're holding... Uh, Andy Reid and Mahomes to this Brady and Belichick uh, criteria. Like, we shouldn't. We shouldn't expect Mahomes to win five more Super Bowls. I don't think it happens. I don't think it happens. I think at least two. I think at least two. It's very hard. You have to have so many things work, work, working for you. Plus, Andy Reid is 62 years of age. Andy Reid may want to walk away from the game four years later. Four years from now, Andy Reid may want to walk away from the game. That means Kansas City will have to draft enough. They will have, I mean, not, not draft, but they would have to hire a, a, a decent coach, a fairly decent coach. If Kansas City doesn't hire a fairly decent coach, Kansas City, like, it's no way for Mahomes to overcome that. It, I mean, Mahomes is great, but this is not the NBA. The NBA, you can overcome bad coaching. The NFL, you can't overcome bad coaching. We saw it with Freddie Kitchens last year. Like, we saw it. We saw it with Freddie Kitchens last year. I know that's Baker, but we saw it with Freddie Kitchens. If, if Kansas City hires somebody like Freddie Kitchens, it, it's, no, it's no way on God green, God's green earth that they're going to be able to overcome coaching, subpar coaching. You're just not going to overcome it. So that was, you know, that's my last take on Mahomes and his deal. And I know everybody's been talking about it all today. I've been talking about it. This is that's just been most of the podcast. But I'm gonna give you guys my top ten quarterbacks. Um, now this is a projection list. This is a projection list. This list is projecting my top ten quarterbacks to end the season of 2020. So by the end of, tw- of the 2020 season, I think this would be this would be, these quarterbacks would be looked at as top ten quarterbacks. So let's start at the top. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes is obviously number one. At this point, if you do not have Patrick Mahomes at number one, I, I, I can't even sit down and have a conversation with you. If we're gonna talk sports and you have if you don't have Patrick Mahomes at the number one spot. As far as quarterbacks, 
We can't talk. So I'm, you know, I'm he, the dude just signed a ten year deal. Like, give me like he signed a ten year deal. When it's, there's nothing else to discuss. Uh, at number two, Russell Wilson. Once again, if you don't have Russell Wilson at, in your top two, we cannot talk. We cannot talk. If Russell Wilson isn't at two, or if he's not in your top two, we can't talk. I'm sorry. There's no discussion to be had with me if you don't have Russell Wilson in your top two. Um, like, I, like I said, last three years, 100 touchdowns. You know who's the next closest? Brady at 75. Come on. I, I, I'm sorry. You, if we can't, if you cannot, if you don't have Russell Wilson at in your top two, we cannot talk. Um, he continues. He continuously ha- has to overcome bad O lines. Um, his coaching staff really don't. They don't trust him. They don't throw enough, and they they just don't. They don't throw enough. Um, defenses are average now. Seattle defenses are average. The, the, the Seahawks defenses are averages. They're average now. They're they're average. And, and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson continues to overcome it. At three, I have Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson, um, with you know, he's just different. Lamar is just different. He you, you don't see nothing like it. He he like Mahomes, he's gonna beat you. And he's gonna beat you with his arm mostly. But Lamar, he humiliates you. He jukes you out of your shoes. He can throw the deep pass. He's accurate. The only thing with Lamar is now this. Lamar has to start winning in the postseason. But I have Lamar at three. I have Aaron Rodgers at four. I see I, – I, I've been very critical of Aaron Rodgers, but I see a decline in Aaron Rodgers. But still, as a talent, as a talent at the quarterback position, Aaron Rodgers there, – there, there's three guys, in my opinion, at the end of this, that I think would be above Aaron Rodgers. And that's, and that's, and that's those three guys that I just named. But Aaron Rodgers is a talent. Is you, you you can't miss it. You cannot miss it. But he, I do see decline. Um, at five, I have Deshaun Watson at five. Now, I would not be mad if you put Deshaun Watson in front of Aaron Rodgers. I don't doubt it. But Deshaun Watson had four. He, he had thirty four touchdowns. With that bad offensive line. And that subpar defense of the Houston Texans, and he could, and he won a playoff game last year too. Deshaun Watson is clearly on a different level. He's clearly a top five quarterback. If he's not in your top five, like I said, we cannot have a discussion. Um, at six, I have Carson Wentz. Yes, I have Carson Wentz. Yes, Carson Wentz. You guys may say, "Oh, he's injury prone. He's that. He's this." Oh, yeah, he is. But did you see what he did last year? Like at the end of the last year, he was throwing to uh, he was throwing to deck deck furniture. He was throwing to lawn chairs and deck furniture. He still got the he still got the Eagles to the playoffs. Um, the thing with Carson Wentz is he got to stay healthy. But arm talent, size, body frame, he has it all. Arm strength, all he has it all. At at seven. I have Tom Brady. You know, Brady, I think, is still a top 10 quarterback. Uh, and then you, you pair him with these weapons in Tampa Bay with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and, then, I mean, Gronkowski, O.J. Howard, and Cameron Brown. Come on. He, come on. He's, he's, a, he's, he's seven. I'm sorry. He, he's going to be on my list. At eight, 
I got Drew Brees. Drew Brees, yes, um, he's getting a little bit. Of, he's getting a bit older, but I think Brees is still a top ten quarterback. Um, I feel like right now with New Orleans, it feels like he has really good playmakers because he can't throw the deep ball. Like you can go look at you can go look at the games. I, I watch the games. Go look at the games. Drew Brees is not throwing the deep ball. He's not. He's just not throwing the deep ball. It's more underneath stuff and Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. They're such great playmakers that they're, you know, they're breaking tackles and they're getting more yards and more yardage. But he's not throwing the ball over the top. But Drew Brees is still dead point accurate. And he's still pretty good. He's still pretty good for his age, for, you know, him to be, you know, what, 40? Yeah, he's getting, but he's getting older. There's some slippage there. He has to, you know, the playoffs haven't done him you know, he hasn't had great success in the playoffs these last few years. You know, people continue to make excuses. The Saints fans make excuses. But Breeze is still number eight. Um, I had Jimmy Garoppolo at nine. Yes, Jimmy Garoppolo. He's 21-5 and five as a starter. Kyle Shanahan is a good coach. But Kyle Shanahan was not winning ball games until Jimmy Garoppolo got healthy. Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy. The Niners are practically unbeatable. The 49ers are unbeatable. 21 and 5 as a starter. You guys can say, oh, he, 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 he had a bad fourth quarter in the, in the Super Bowl. He had a bad fourth quarter against Patrick Mahomes. Give him a break. Jimmy Garoppolo, first year as a starter, got to the Super Bowl. He got to the Super Bowl. He, he, he's 21 and 5 as a starter. Like, 21-5. and five. He's practically unbeatable. Give me a break. He's a top 10 quarterback in this league. He wins. He wins. He wins enough. Simple as that. And then, last but not least, Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray is another version of Russell Wilson. I don't think he's as good, but I think he's another version of Russell Wilson. Athletic. He's probably more athletic. But athletic, great arm, great accuracy. And I think with the pairing of DeAndre Hopkins, I think Kyler Murray this year will turn into a top ten quarterback. Simple as that. He'll turn into a top. He'll turn into a top ten quarterback to end the season off. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the IKP, uh, the Isaiah K podcast. I think this is episode one thirty five. These episodes, they like I say, these episodes continue to go by like this. They go by like this, like this, like this, like this. So thank you guys for continuing to tune in. Um, I'll be back. Later this week, continue to spread the word, spread the podcast, share the podcast, continue to stream the podcast on whatever streaming device you do so. Um, you guys continue to stay healthy and wealthy. Hope, hope you guys continue to, you know, <laughs> um, enjoy your summer. Um, be safe out there. Uh, and always remember, two choices, one decision. And get to the money. Get to the money like Patrick Mahomes did. Patrick Mahomes had a big time deal. But I catch you guys later. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to the Chiefs. Congratulations to the Chiefs fans. Um, congratulations to the NFL. You know, thank you guys for tuning in once again. I'm sorry. But I'm out. Peace, deuces, deuce.
Get to the money like Patrick Mahomes did, guys. Get to the money like Patrick Mahomes did. Peace.